Welcome to the archive section. These are some of the first shows that I ever did as a podcaster. And back then, I was so new. I just had a phone. I had zero idea what I was doing. But I decided to jump in with both feet, start my own podcast. And as you will see through this archive section, I start off a little rough. But as the episodes go on, you can tell that I started to get a little more confident, started to gain a footing. And it kind of is a really cool way for me to come back, listen to these episodes, just to see where it all started for me and how I got better as I went along. So I decided, instead of deleting all these old episodes, why not put them in an archive section so even you guys can check them out and just, you know, have a great time listening to some of these older episodes. And don't forget, though, to start checking out the newer stuff that I'm posting because I am going to be posting often. And I have some amazing guests that I interview in these upcoming shows. We talk about so many different important topics. So I hope that you check out uh, my channel often because I will be uploading a lot of great stuff. So thank you guys for all your support. And please enjoy this archive section. Everybody, welcome to Cryptic. I've been thinking it is holy shit episode seven. We're just flying along here. I cannot tell you. I am so excited to actually do another podcast. I am really enjoying this. Starting to get tons of more listeners. Finally getting that right, calling everybody listeners, and actually I like to call you uh friends. And uh, definitely enjoying uh, talking to you people, sharing my thoughts with everybody, and uh, just totally, totally uh, enjoying this thoroughly. So I want to thank everybody who's been listening, and uh, definitely letting you know how much I appreciate everyone who tuned in and listened to every one of my episodes. Definitely starting to get a lot more followers and listeners. See, I did it again. Definitely starting to get some more listeners every episode, which is so cool. Makes me so excited every time I see that. And actually got a couple of uh, emails for the last episode, episode six, which did not surprise me. I knew as soon as I tackled that shit show documentary on Michael Jackson, that four-hour fuck fest, I call it trash. Fuck, no, 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 not even a fuck fest, a four-hour trash Michael fest, I should call it basically a shit show and I knew as soon as I tackled that one and didn't uh toe the party line where everybody was thinking you know that you know let's stomp on this man 10 years after he's dead and can't defend himself and who gives a shit what happens now you know to his kids who's got to tolerate the backlash of this and his family and 
all of that. I didn't tell the line. I made my, you know, you want to hear my thoughts on that? Then you're going to have to listen to the last episode because I'm not going to go through that again because it got me super upset. But you'll know where I stand on that. And I knew I was going to take some heat on that one. I knew it. I knew it. I figured if I get any episode I talk about that's going to get people emailing me, uh, giving me their opinions and their thoughts and comments, etc. I knew that was going to be it. And I was right. I was right. So... And like I keep telling people every episode, if you do want to be a part of this podcast, you are more than welcome. If you want to maybe come on, do an interview, if you have a great topic you want to talk about, you have any questions, you want me to answer, any comments, just email me. I tell you that every episode. CryptRickTattoos at Yahoo.com. It's that fucking simple. And then, you know, send me a message and I will respond to you. I promise. But now I was... Said last episode, if you were listening and paying enough fucking attention, that I was going to try to keep this one light. I was going to try to keep this one light, because that one that I did on Michael Jackson and the last couple before that really fucking uh, got me upset. But you know me. If you've been listening to me, I get stuck watching. I get on fucking YouTube and on the internet, and I start watching documentaries and shit like that. Or I go to a couple of... uh, new uh, alternative news sites where i think that their information has been proven to be good and you know they collapse they they back up their information with video and uh documents and stuff like that they're not just talking out their ass there's enough people on fucking youtube and social media doing that believe me when it comes to like you know alternative news and i was uh basically watching uh one video it caught my eye because what this video basically was talking about was medical marijuana which i'm a big fan of and i saw the uh and let me just tell you when i saw the fucking uh name of the video and and what was going on uh to this let me just say if there's a reason to go fucking nuclear let me say nuclear oh yeah it's nuclear time shit let me tell you that got my blood boiling on this when i saw this video now basically what i'm trying to fucking tell you people here is i log on this video and what is this video about it's about like i said medical marijuana and basically what this was was somebody uh there was a let me set the stage for you here before you fucking uh before you get as upset as i did because I'm telling you, I'm gonna after I tell you this story, I'm gonna tell everybody to go on that video on YouTube, and I want you to watch it. And I dare you not to have your fucking blood boiling like mine was after watching this, especially because of the context of the situation. So let me set the stage for this. You basically got two cops, fucking. You see them in a uh, hotel or not a hotel hospital room, fucking digging through some guy's hospital fucking room they're going through the drawers they're going through the fucking bags they're going through fucking his clothes and you know you got two fucking cops standing there you're like oh well you got one cop doing all the digging and then you got one cop standing by the door like he's fucking uh fucking uh you know the the terminator there standing there and you got the guy you got the one guy who's uh basically talking to the cops asking what the fuck is going on and shit and you got the other guy that is the patient. And 
basically what the patient was saying was that the, both of the, the cops were called in because in this hospital uh, floor, whatever, where he was, the, they smelled marijuana. That was the call that came in. Now, whether or not that's true or not, or it was just some fucking uh, staff member or some just being a dick, but basically, they smell, the cops say, oh, we got a call, you know, we smelled marijuana, and uh, somebody smelled marijuana, so we have to come and check it out. It's our duty, you know, and they tried to fucking make the guy feel like an asshole for, you know, questioning why they were there. You know, God forbid you question their authority. And basically, this guy is a fucking stage four cancer patient stage fucking four cancer patient and this fucking these two fucking jerk off fucking cops are sitting there fucking rummaging through his shit threatening this poor guy that if he fucking uh, they find any marijuana like loose marijuana that they're gonna fucking uh you know they, they they're gonna have to arrest him basically you know, and then, and that's what the whole gist of the story was. And the, the poor guy, you should have saw him. He was so upset. Like, he just could not fathom what was going on here. Neither could fucking I. I was like, by this point, I'm about 30 seconds into this, like, five-minute video, and I was climbing the fucking walls. That is how fucking nuclear got me, listening, seeing this. These two fucking jerk-off cops who think that they got the right to go and torment a fucking stage four cancer patient. And, you know, even the guy that was uh, with the uh, talking to the cops, you know, wasn't the cancer patient wasn't doing a lot of talking. It was uh, probably a family member or a best friend, I'm assuming, you know, and they were, you know, and the cancer patient and this guy that was uh, there with them were basically telling the cops like, yeah, you know, I, I'm not doing and I'm not taking any opiates. I'm trying to do it without taking opiates. So I'm taking THC capsules. Uh, which you can get from a pharmacy. I mean, fuck, I've got them here in Canada like years ago. Didn't do shit for me, but I don't know if, if that was just the dose or not. But this basically this gentleman was saying that that's the reason he's taking these THC pills and that there's no reason anybody should be smelling marijuana because he doesn't have any loose marijuana or he's not smoking in the room or anything like that. But basically, you know, and he's trying to explain this to the cops who are having no fucking part of this. You know, they're just sitting there being fucking assholes, like, oh, well, we got this call, you you expect us to do our call, don't you? Like, you you expect that out of us, right? And I'm just thinking, you, like, how the fuck can these cops actually go home to their fucking families or to, you know, their friends' places and shit like that, you know, and or when they go home and their, their spouse goes, you know, honey, like, uh, what would you do today? Did you do some good? How can this fucking jerk-off possibly fucking go up to his wife or and say you know honey yeah we did good today you know we fucking uh went and harassed a stage four cancer patient because you know we got a call that he might have some marijuana and uh you know we had to go check that out and we had to destroy his room and you should see the way they're rummaging through all this shit and that you know and then it was fucking horrible it was it, like it just made me realize how fucking bad this world is getting if the, if this is what it's come to, and what's crazy about the whole marijuana thing is that even in, like it's legal now in Canada, and it's almost legal in almost I think all the states in the U.S. So, I mean, I just to me a cop is somebody that should be going out and fucking busting criminals, 
Like, why are they not going after the fucking, the, the rapists, the fucking murderers, the pedophiles, the fucking, you know, people are robbing banks and shit like that. But no, they got nothing. You're telling me that the tax, the taxpayers are paying for these two fucking idiots who've got nothing better to do but go harass a fucking stage four cancer patient. Who's basically, when you're stage four, you got stage four and it was pancreatic cancer, if I didn't mention that. You know, you've got stage four of that, you know, it's, you're not long on the way out in most cases. I think the Grim Reaper is pretty much banging on your door. And I just, I could not imagine me going home to my wife, telling my wife if I was one of those cops that that was what my big fucking uh, event for the day was, or that was one of the things I had to do that, that day. Go harass this guy in a fucking hospital who's suffering from stage four cancer, and these fucking guys think they have the right and the moral right to go and rummage through his shit, fucking threatening them the whole time, making them feel like shit because he fucking uh, is upset about the situation, making them feel like a criminal, and he's doing nothing wrong, you know? And then uh, I also say the person who made the call of the cops that said that shit and got those cops in there, yeah, fuck you too. How's that? Yeah, fuck you two for doing something like that. You gotta be one heartless motherfucker to, to even bring that kind of shit down on somebody that's suffering like that. And I'm sorry I'm getting us all upset again. I tried to keep it light this uh, episode, but I just, I can't. I'm not trying to blow smoke up people's asses. You know, you want a show where you're gonna go and hear just a bunch of fucking nonsense and a happy, everything's beautiful in the world, you know, it's fucking rainbows and shit. That, this isn't the podcast then. You're in the wrong place. I called it I've been thinking for a reason because it's a podcast that I want to talk about shit that bothers me and stuff I think about a lot and this fucking bothered me badly and it's still bothering me as you can tell I just think that you know the cops could be doing so many other fucking things out there that I that you know that I when I think of a cop you know I don't think much of them anyways I don't think they have the fucking right to do any of the shit they're doing you know, they rule by fear. They don't fucking rule out of respect or fucking, you know, trying. I remember when I was a kid that, you remember when, like, for any of the people that are my age, you know, in your 40s, late 40s, 50s, you know, you're going to remember back when you were kids. Like, cops, you know, they were the, the guy that you saw driving around the neighborhood, you know, you had the fucking blue suit on with the black hat and shit, you know, and he'd come and talk to you if you were outside playing, you know, and... Stuff like that. I remember when I was a kid, we had a cool motherfucking cop. That <laughs> My dad used to be notorious for getting parking tickets because of where his shop was. He had to go and park where a meter was, and he would always forget to fucking put money in the meter so his parking tickets would accumulate. And this cop could have, you know, God forbid if that happened in this day and age, they probably would have fucking came with the SWAT team, kicked the four door fucking down, and threw him in jail for it. But, you know, this cop was so fucking cool when I was a kid. I remember he'd, he'd pull in. Come to the door, knock, my parents would invite him in, fuck, he'd come in, take his hat off, sit down, fucking at the table, bring in the parking tickets, go over the mall with my dad, you know, tell him how much he owed and shit, my, the, my mom would make him a coffee, sit there, have a coffee with him, talk for half an hour, that's to me what a fucking cop should be like, a police officer, not these fuck, you know, not these fucking, uh, guys now that think they're fucking Rambo walking around, they got fucking you know, flak jackets on, and fucking, they're all dressed in black, like they're fucking SWAT, and 
you know, tasers and fucking all these other weapons on them and shit, walking around with fucking machine guns and stuff like that, like that, when the fuck did that happen, man? Like, I don't even know how people can tolerate that shit, you know, and they're not even driving around in cars anymore, now they're driving around, they got fucking armored vehicles. Now they're driving around with armored vehicles, you know, they're like, fuck the police car, remember what fucking little police car they used to drive around, now, now, now they got fucking tanks and shit crazy shit man and i just i just that that video on youtube if you want to see it i'm sure you just got to do a search just type in cancer patient uh you know harassed by cops and i think the channel that you can find it on on youtube is called secular talk go there and it'll probably be one of the like first 10 videos if you go in his list under secular talk that's is the name of the youtube channel and you'll find it and it will drive, I'm sure, if you have any fucking heart at all, any empathy at all, it will drive you fucking crazy. Like it did me. That's why I went nuclear. I was so fucking upset this morning when I saw that. I was just like, what? There, this story is wrong in so many fucking ways. That it just, I don't know. The world, I don't know what's going on, guys, in this world, man. But it's not the world I fucking grew up in when I was a kid. And... You know, and I'm not just talking about, you know, that, you know, social media, though I do talk about that a lot. And I'm not talking about, uh, you know, all the new stores and shit like that. I'm talking about people in general. People in fucking general. I remember when people gave a shit. When you're, you know, people cared about each other. People helped each other. They were friendly to each other. And... You know, police were around, they tried to help you, they were part of the community, you know, you got to know them, they got to know you, first name basis, you know, and they would check on you and stuff like that, and, and then, I don't know, like, people since I was a, a young guy and a teenager and that, it's, 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 they're not the same type of people anymore, and I don't know, I mean, if you guys have any ideas what the cause is, I'd love to fucking hear it, because I think about it all the time. And I, I just come to the conclusion that I think it's just that life is going so fast now for people. And, you know, people are struggling. There's not many jobs or good jobs out there. People are barely getting by paycheck to paycheck. And, you know, you got, like, as I always say, social media, I think, adds a big thing into it. And people are just... And life is going so fast now that people just, they, you know, you can't... That's the one thing I got to say about social media too is that, you know, you got to, you got so, you can have so much information going into your fucking head at one time that you kind of need time to decompress. I know I do. I'm really bad for watching, like, as I always say, like stuff on YouTube, I'm into the lectures and all of that. And I notice after a couple days of watching that kind of shit, like I have to get away from it for a couple days. Like I have to just do something totally mindless. Just to let my brain kind of like take a breath because, you know, you're just hammering. You can just hammer information into your brain nonstop if you wanted to. And, it, you know, back when I was younger, it wasn't like that. You had your time for basically learning shit and then you had your fucking downtime. You know, you'd get up when you were in a teenager or a younger guy. You'd go to school. You would do like six or seven hours wherever you went. You know, that was your school time. 
And then as soon as you this, the bell rang, the last bell, you were out of that school and you didn't think about fucking school till the next day. That was your downtime. You went home, you fucking watched TV. You, well, I didn't, but I'd go out and hang out with my friends or I'd go listen to music and stuff like that. You know, talk to people on the phone back then. Yeah, God forbid, eh? Think of that. Talk, people talking on the phone. We would talk for fucking six, seven hours and shit about everything. I couldn't even see kids doing that now. Like actually sitting down talking for even a half hour on the phone. I can't even see it. But anyways. And I just think that that's the problem with a lot of people. Is that life is just going so fast now. You know like a fucking bullet. That you just. People just don't. You know they're not stopping us. Like that saying. You know the saying stop and smell the roses. It's a saying for a reason. Because it makes sense, you got to stop, you got to pull yourself away and, and kind of let your brain fucking digest everything that's went in it. Kind of compartmentalize it and think about shit and put it in categories and stuff. And if you don't stop to do that, you're just constantly cramming fucking information in your head. I think it's, you know, basically, no pun intended, it's going to fucking explode. That's how my head gets. I just get, you know, so once in a while, I just got to start watching, like, if I do watch videos, they're just dumb fucking videos, you know, stuff that's just pointless, you know, just for a day or so to let everything fucking kind of settle in my head. I don't got to think about shit, but that soon tires too, and then I want to get back into learning. As I said, my last uh, couple episodes, I'm really trying to figure myself out here. I'm just going through a lot of fucking weird changes right now inside, and I'm just being honest, and... Just want to, I'm trying to figure shit out, you know, and got some big things coming up in that, and I got my tattooing, which I'm, you know, been stalling on a little bit because of, uh, since the new year, just, you know, because I basically, uh, felt that I wasn't getting the respect and the, that I deserved, and with a lot of things, when it came to tattooing, I just felt that a lot of people, even though I was getting better as an artist and stuff like that, like for some strange reason, I just find that I don't know if it's like the newer generations or it's just the time, of, you know, that we're in now. But I mean, people just don't want to pay for tattoos anymore. I find like people want shit for free is what I'm starting to. I learned I'm I that was a bitter pill for me to fucking swallow because I remember when I was a kid. You know, and even in my teens and that, like, tattoo artists were, like, fucking rock stars back then. You remember those days? Like, when a fucking tattoo artist was basically had the same status as a rock star. You know, when, like, people would just, you know, you told people you were a tattoo artist, and they were like, oh, my God, this guy's a tattoo artist, you know, and they got respect and they, for what they did. And, you know, you didn't mind paying fucking, even back when, when I was in my teens, and we're talking many years ago. My tattoo artist back then was a minimum of $80 an hour. That was in the fucking 80s, man. 1980s. I was paying $80 an hour. And now some of the shops around here in town, you know, they're charging a minimum of fucking $80 just to sit down in the chair. And then they're, you know, and that's a, a cheaper place. Then you got places, most of them are charging $120, 140 an hour and up. And I am definitely know that I'm a, a good artist. I mean, I, my, my, you know, you can go on Instagram, just go on Instagram, go under Crip Rick Tattoos, and you can see my work. 
and I just, you know, I was only asking for, you know, I, I was asking maybe for $20 for a donation, you know, I would call it or stuff like that. And, you know, people just didn't want, they don't want to pay for it. And that just kind of got me discouraged, you know, for a while. And it had got me down because I just felt that I, you know, I wasn't being respected as an artist. And, you know, and then I started thinking like I would say to people that would kind of, look at me funny when I would expect to get a little bit of a donation for a big piece that I did or something like that, you know, and I would say, well, you know, like I'd say to them, do you, do you go to work for free? Like when you go to your job, do you go there for free or do you expect to get paid? And you know, they, what are they going to say? You know, unless you're an idiot, you're not going to say, Oh, I go for free. You know, they kind of, you know, so, but then after I thought about that for a little while, I was thinking, you know, I can't, it's not all about money either. You know, it's, I love tattooing. I mean, I really love it. I have loved tattoos and everything about them since my, like my mom told me, since I basically, I was a little kid and the first one I ever saw, it fascinated me and it's something I always wanted to do and I always uh, had a huge interest in. So, you know, I do it because I love it. And to me, I think that's what's most important is that, you know, you have to love what you do. And I definitely love fucking tattooing. I just, I really do. I love learning. Oh, I learn every tattoo that I do. And I love talking to the people that I tattoo. And so I really do love it. But, you know, I got to pay for my ink. I got to pay for my needles. I don't cheap out on anything. And you use the top quality equipment. It's expensive. So I guess as long as people donate enough to cover my supplies for now, I should be happy. So definitely gonna start uh getting in the skin again because i really do miss it but i just you know that's why i've been laid off for a couple months is i just didn't feel that uh people were looking at me as an artist or something i don't know i, I can't really word it i just felt like in a way disrespected that's how i honestly feel right or wrong you know i mean i'm not expecting to make millions of dollars per tattoo i'm not that artist yet i'm getting there but i'm not there yet but i'm definitely you know, at least cover my supplies is what I'm saying. At least give me a donation to cover supplies. Maybe a little donation if you think it's kick-ass. Because I'm definitely not asking for anything like a shop's asking. That is for sure. But my work is just as good as a shop. And my place, my studio is just as clean as any shop, if not cleaner. I've walked into a couple shops in this town. And let me tell you, man, they were a fucking horror show. Like, it was, it was scary. And I was just like, wow, like... It just, it was amazing, you know, it was, actually, I was quite amazed, and just, like, really floored that people had their shops that dirty, but, hey, you know, to each his own, I guess, but that's kind of my little rant there, though, basically, I just want to let everyone know where I stand, and, and, uh, I just have to get back in the skin, I do, I just, I love tattoo, and I love creating that art, I like seeing people's faces when they see it, and they love it, and I love the learning aspect of it. I really enjoy that. So definitely going to jump back into it. And hopefully people will at least cover my supplies. But yeah. So that's basically what uh, my morning consisted of. Watching that uh, video there about the cops harassing the can uh, stage 4 cancer guy. And uh, that got my blood boiling. And... Then I got into another uh, news article today. 
which uh, just it left me actually fucking speechless, which is pretty hard to do. Pretty hard to fucking do. Like I was actually kind of speechless on this one because it was basically uh, in one of the in the states there uh, a priest uh, got was uh, charged with uh, molesting a few kids. And he was found guilty. So get a load of this. Found guilty. And the fucker only got six years. You know, and you know damn well that he's going to be out long before that. They're going to fucking, you know how it is, the courts in there and that there. And especially because he's a priest, apparently. He will, I don't think he's going to do a full six years. But I was totally fucking blown away when I saw that. That he was convicted. He was found guilty and convicted of, I think, uh, molesting three three boys and that's all he got was six years which just it blew my fucking mind because you hear about stories all the time where people get caught with a bit of drugs on them a bit of marijuana on them fucking or something like that something about really petty and they get like you know there's people right now in fucking prison in the u.s you know doing life for fucking just having weed on them and selling a bit of weed or doing 10 years, or fucking, you know, football numbers, crazy fucking numbers, and then you got this fucking priest here who gets, you know, tried, convicted, and he's fucking only got six years, like, that is fucked up, man, like, that is a, this is a fucked up world we live in, if that's the case, and, you know, and, and that kind of brings it to the whole Michael Jackson thing, you know, and the Bill Cosby thing, and the Harvey Weinstein thing, yeah, everybody's pointing fingers at these people, and that, but why is nobody pointing fucking fingers at these, at these priests? Why is nobody fucking going and pointing fingers at that Catholic church? That's what I'd like to know. Yeah, that's what I'd like to know. And why are they only getting short sentences like six years? Or why is it getting, you know, if they are convicted, it's swept under the rug, you know, and they don't fucking, half them, they don't even put them in jail. You know what they do? The Vatican goes and moves them to another fucking church in a different state and you're telling me that's not fucked up when you got people in prison that you know have done non-violent drug offenses and stuff like that and they're doing fucking 10 plus years some of them doing life you know you're gonna point the fucking finger at michael jackson you're gonna go and do documentaries about him and fucking want to burn him down and you know right or wrong doesn't matter but I don't see any documentaries or hardly any getting made about these priests and all of that and what's going on in the Catholic Church and stuff like that. Like, I mean, that is fucking crazy. And, you know, we... It, 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 everybody knows that that kind of shit goes on in fucking Hollywood and it has been going on forever. You know, in the entertainment business, in the music business, that kind of shit, you know, has been going on since fucking... The dawn of man, I think. You've got people with power fucking, uh, and, you know, making people do shit and, uh, taking advantage of people that don't have it. And, uh, but when you think of the Catholic Church, that, you know, that's not the first thing that you should think of. You know, and how people can still follow that fucking, the church, follow that religion in the way, in the shape that it's in now, is beyond me. And this is coming from somebody that is Catholic. So don't go, oh, Rick, you know, you're fucking hammering on the Catholics, man. Uh, fuck you. Yeah, well, I am a Catholic. 
And I'm saying that shit because, you know, it doesn't matter what I am. Wrong is wrong and right is right. And when you got fucking priests and nuns and shit doing this kind of shit and getting away with it or getting slaps on the wrist for it and nobody's saying shit in the media about it hardly. And if there is, it's a whimper. Well, yeah, then I can say what I want. Then I can say what is truth. And it's bullshit. In my eyes, it is. And I hopefully in yours. Because, I mean, if you have any fucking sensibility and morality, and you, you know, you're not going to be green with that shit. And, you know, that shit going on in the, in the church and that is rampant. Fucking rampant. You know, you, it's like you hear little clips of stories here and there all the time, but nothing ever comes of it. Nothing ever comes of it. And if they do, it's a little light sentence, or it's, you know, uh, a slap on the wrist, or they take them and they move them somewhere else, or they pay the fucking victims off. It's just, it's crazy. And I really would like to see uh, somebody tackle that, you know, and do, let's see, somebody do a four-hour documentary about that topic. And you watch how quick that gets crushed in the fucking, in the media, and that gets buried on fucking YouTube or anywhere else at the platform, and they put that one up at. A documentary like that, man, the church would bury it. And it's just, I just, I, it's kind of like all my podcast kind of came full circle, you know, because of talking about the Michael Jackson thing. And then I saw the thing with the fucking priest getting the short, the lesser sentence and, you know, basically getting a slap on the wrist. And for, you know, especially for three kids, six years for three fucking kids. Are you kidding me? You know, and he, you know, he's like I said, he's not going to do through the whole six years. I'm sure he's going to be out in fucking probably like three or if, if not less. And you'll just never hear from the guy again. You'll, they'll move him away or bring him to the Vatican or shove him, put him to some other church and nobody will hear shit about him. And he'll just continue going on and continue going on like it's been doing. And it just, it's. You know, how you can't get angry at that kind of shit is beyond me because it just gets my fucking blood boiling, man, when you start, you know, doing shit like the kids and people that are sick, like, and, uh, you know, you know, you got people that are sick and you're, you're making their life even worse, making their life even more miserable and difficult. Like, uh, to me, that's not what, you know, a good person would do. You know, use a little discretion, man. Like I, that's what I would have done if I was these cops and I got that call. You know, I would have just, you know, basically said, yeah, yeah, I'll go check it out, you know, and I never, I wouldn't have even went and checked it out. I honestly wouldn't have. I would have said, like, yeah, whatever, I'll tell, I'd tell the person I was going to go check it out, but I wouldn't. You know, and I also, you know, these cops, I keep going back to that one because it just, oh, it's just sticking in my craw, man. I just, you know, these cops, and then they're going through all this shit, and the one guy's, like, fucking... Saying, you know, like, you need to, you know, we want to search this bag over here. And the one, the cancer patient's like, no, you cannot go through that bag. You need a search warrant, which they do. You know, they they have to have, you know, there is a, a constitution in the United States. Even I know that, and I'm Canadian. But basically, you know, they, they wanted to search this one bag. And he was like, no, you have to have a search warrant. You know, and their cops are trying to act all tough. Like, oh, no, we have probable cause. We can go through it and all that. And the guy's like, no, you have to have a fucking search warrant. So he, the guy eventually won that one, and they left it alone. Because, you know, I'd love to see those fucking two Momo cops fucking go to a judge and try to fucking get a search warrant for that. Could you imagine that? I would love to be a fly in the room on that one. 
fucking sitting there, you come into the room, yeah, uh, your honor, we need a search warrant here uh, for some drugs. Oh, you know, judge would be like, oh, for what? Well, we got a stage four uh, pantreatic cancer uh, patient at the hospital, and they thought they smelled a bit of marijuana, so we'd like to get a search warrant uh, to go through his bags and stuff. What do you think? Could you imagine? The fucking judge would either beat the hell out, beat their ass all the way out the fucking door, or laugh right in their face. Like, what judge, I don't care, conservative, fucking whatever, no matter what side they're on, no judge in their right mind is going to give a search warrant for that. So, that's, you know, it was just, you got to check out the, like I said, go check out the video and you're going to see what I mean. You're going to, you, you, you're going to see why it upset me so bad. And only because I use the, I use uh, medical marijuana to treat my pain and my disease, my ankylosing spondylitis. Uh, I've been using uh, CBD now probably for almost two years. And uh, the medical marijuana, you know, like the, I smoke a lot of the marijuana that's uh, basically, it's almost all CBD. And where I get it from, it's called Charlotte's Web and uh, it's like 90% CBD and 10% THC. It's, it's a really high CBD, so you don't get high as a kite off of it. And that's what I've been, I use the tincture and uh, I smoke the CBD uh, marijuana, the high CBD stuff. And that's what I use to control a lot of my pain. And it helps with my mood, helps with uh, everything. It's just, a, it's, a, it's an amazing, amazing drug to take. And that's why it touched me so hard, I think. That's why it really got to me when I saw that video is because it's so personal to me. Because I, I live it every day. And I couldn't even imagine having a couple fucking rent-a-cops or robo-cops. Fucking guys that think they're the fucking Terminator coming in. And tearing apart my room because somebody supposedly smelled marijuana. The smell of marijuana. You know, like people that are suffering, especially like with stage 4 cancer. You know, I like that's even worse than... I couldn't even imagine the pain of that. And this guy's not even taking an opiate. Trying to t do this without opiates and just using marijuana. Like, the balls that takes, man. The fucking courage. That fucking cancer uh, patient there's got more courage in his one fucking finger than both of those fucking cops ever had. You know, and I like to see with these two fucking cops if they had stage 4 cancer or uh, one of their family members did, God forbid, you know, and... Uh, they found out that that helped uh, with the pain and with the nausea and stuff. I bet you 10 bucks they'd be doing it. Fuckers are probably smoking marijuana after their shift anyways, or during their shift, probably. So, fucking drove me crazy. But, and then, you know, after I watched that, then I run into that article about the priest. I'm like, Jesus Christ, man, like, is there anything ever fucking good going on in the world anymore? Like, is there any fucking decent things going on, decent people? Or is it just all fucking shit going in a handbasket? You know, everything's going to hell in a handbasket to me. And, you know, you got, fuck, I just, it makes me speechless. You know, you got, you look up, you got your fucking skies being sprayed, even though you got fucking, you can go on the internet and there's no shortage of fucking people telling me that I'm not seeing what I'm seeing. You know, like, I look up in the sky and there's fucking, it's like a checkerboard up there. Because they're spraying shit, you know, geoengineering the fuck out of the skies. 
and God knows what they're spraying up there, and then, you know, people got their so fucking heads so far in their phones or up their own ass that, you know, they, they don't even look up and see it. I got pictures of it. I still got assholes telling me that I'm not seeing what I'm seeing. And my whole life I lived by an airport. My whole life. From the time I can remember, I've lived, like, literally 20 minutes from an, uh, a little airport. Saw planes coming and going all the time as a kid, all the time, and as a teenager and as a, an adult. Never saw fucking uh, any contrails that went horizon to horizon in my whole life. You know, if you did see a contrail, you know, when I was a kid, it, it'd be a little speck of a jet way the fuck up in the sky, and you'd see this little contrail behind it. And that was an amazing thing when you were a kid when you saw that. You remember those days? You would see that, and you'd be like, holy shit, look at that jet way the fuck up there. You know, these fucking... Uh, contrails that you see now, you know, that they call contrails, but these fucking geoengineering trails, chemtrails, some people call them, you know, go horizon to horizon, and they're fucking low, and, you know, they, they either the whole sky is straight lines, side by side, or fucking checkerboard, and me and my brother got tons of pictures, and then, you know, you show people that, and they're like, nope, nope, that's contrail, it's just from the plains, you know, so... What kind of world are we living in, man? That's what I keep saying to myself. It's and that's why I said in earlier in the podcast, it's not the fucking world I grew up in as a, when I was younger. You know, and it it fucking scares the hell out of me to think where we're going to be in another 10 or 20 years if we make it that long. If the world even makes it that long, because I honestly think that we deserve we we are going to deserve what we get. We've had enough warning, we've had enough time to fucking make changes, and I don't see, I just don't see people changing. I don't see people caring. I don't, I see people caring more about what's on the TV and what their latest sitcom is, and, you know, let's sit down and watch, you know, my fucking 600 pound life and all these jerk off fucking shows that, in the grand scheme of things, mean nothing. And nobody's changing. Nobody wants to dig in and, and learn about themselves and learn about fucking people and connect with people. And just, I don't know. I get a lot of people upset when I say that. You know, I'll say to people, like, you know, humanity, we deserve what we get. Whatever shit is coming down the fucking pipe there, and it's coming, you cannot do what we're doing to Mother Earth like we're doing fucking destroying the oceans and tearing down the forest and fucking spraying the skies and and you know here you know think of fukushima man people now that that people think that's gone you know when when's the last time you heard anybody talk about fucking fukushima fuck man like people i bet you people now think that that is still not going on which it is worse than it was when it happened do a little research that shit is still going on. It's still spewing fucking uh, uh, radiation into the ocean. Fucking millions of gallons a day. And you don't fucking hear shit about it. You don't hear shit on the news no more. Because, you know, there's no there's new stories now. We don't want people to worry about that. There, you know, we got to talk about the latest fucking movie that's coming. Uh, that's being made. Or the newest uh, TV show that's coming on. We don't got time to talk about shit that's important like that. And... You know, people, how quickly people forget. Like, how quickly people forget. And that's the thing. Like, that fucking, that, 
Fukushima, man, is, is that could be a, they, there's been scientists that are saying that that could be a global killer right there. A fucking global killer that nobody's hearing shit about anymore. That's how serious it is. You know, these fucking little Chinese guys, they have, they can't even get a fucking robot in there for longer than a half hour and the whole fucking robot melts. Fucking turns into a puddle of fucking metal on the, uh, you know, because the radiation is so toxic and so high that they can't get anywhere near it. You know, and they're storing all this radioactive water fucking in these drums. You go and look at a picture. Go online and look at a picture of the Fukushima, uh, Fukushima site. There must be a million fucking uh, storage water drums uh, stored that are already leaking. You know, so, I mean, what's the fucking point of these fucking water drums when it's still spewing into the ocean? You know, that's like fucking... You know, turning your bathtub on and taking a fucking uh, shot glass and just start bailing the water out. What the what the fuck is the point of that? You know, but, you know, it makes a good picture when you see all these uh, storage tanks and, you know, uh, oh, look, they're trying to clean it up and that. It, like, it's destroying the ocean. Fucking fish populations are down. Fucking, you know, you see mass bird die off. Like, I mean, God damn, this is turning into a fucking depressing fucking podcast, man. I didn't want to go that deep. But, uh, like as I said, I'm just being honest. This is shit that's on my mind. And it scares the hell out of me, man. Like, when you think of all the shit that's going on in the world, and just, I just see people, just, they just, they don't seem to care. You know, there's some out there. I'm not saying that everybody's an asshole, and not everybody's paying, you know, there's a lot of people out there that are trying to do good, and trying to learn about themselves, and try to help people, and that. In whatever way they can. I mean, every any way you can help is better than nothing. But you know, that I just I just found that really amazing that how quickly people forget. You know, and I'm just as guilty as all of you too because I forgot about Fukushima for a long time. Like you just don't think about it because it's not on the news. So you don't think about it. You don't think about fucking. After a couple weeks of that, you know, it's big news for the first couple weeks, maybe the first month or two. You don't hear shit after now. I haven't heard nothing about Fukushima unless you go searching for it. You can find videos on YouTube. There is people doing diligence and keeping up with it, doing reports. Same as Yellowstone. You know, they're, they're not talking shit about Yellowstone. Meanwhile, they're getting earthquakes and like crazy over in Yellowstone. The fucking magma's rising. The ground's rising. And, you know, once again, you know, you might hear a little blip on the news but then you don't hear shit. And it's fucking crazy. It just, it, it really is. It's a crazy time to fucking be alive. And I couldn't even imagine being a younger person now, you know, in my teens or younger, or even a young adult, in my 20s, or I couldn't even imagine having kids, like a young child and thinking about the world I'm bringing them into. I mean, I, there'd have to be some serious fucking changes going on in this world before I ever thought of bringing a kid into it. And that's just me. I'm not saying that, any, you know, other people, hey, teach their own. Maybe other people are a little more optimistic than I am. But from what I've seen of fucking humanity in the last, you know, 10 years, it ain't getting any better. <laughs> they, it's not getting any better. It's getting fucking worse. So there'd have to be a lot of changes going on on this fucking planet before I ever brought another kid that I had to be responsible for. And, uh, I'd have to see some major changes going on in the world for the better before just, you know, the mother earth cannot keep up at this rate. You know, you cannot just keep 
use in this fucking world is your toilet bowl and your fucking uh, sewage waste and fucking polluting the air and everything and not expect consequences you know everything has a balance yin yang man fucking good evil black white you know everything fucking you need the balance and we're not balancing the earth right now we're just fucking going all on the destructive side and we think i don't know in our arrogance or stupidity it's one or the other we think nothing's going to come of it you know, we think, I don't know what we're thinking. I really don't know. It's insanity when you think about it. It's pure fucking insanity or it's the biggest case of stupidity I've ever seen in my life. Or both. Maybe it's both. I don't fucking know. Just saying what I'm thinking, guys. And. <coughs> oh, excuse me. But yeah, that's, you know. Stuff that's been on my head for the last few days, and I definitely, uh, it's time I think I even decompress for a while. I've been, I mean, that four-hour documentary I watched and a couple other ones have really just kind of got me off my game a little, kind of threw me for a loop in that, so I think even I got to decompress now. Maybe it's time just to put on some music for a few days and do a bit of tattooing and fucking, you know, let my head relax a little bit. Do my podcast here. Talk to you cool fucking listeners. I'm, you know, so excited that I got, you know, every, it seems every episode I get like five or six more listeners. And that's awesome, man. That's awesome. I don't need some astronomical amount of listeners. Mind you, that would be cool. But I don't need it. If I just get a few new listeners every show. I'm just happy to know that even one person would fucking want to hear what I have to say. And actually sit through a show and listen to it. Get, you know think about my thoughts and see you know i just think that's so cool that you can actually reach out through a podcast and talk to people let people know your thoughts and stuff like that to me it's an amazing platform as i always say it's not i'm not the most professional podcast out there i've never claimed to be i basically sit here with a crappy mic and you know my laptop and doing the best i can with what i got until I meet somebody that can teach me how to do it a lot more professional. But hey, this is like I always say, it's guerrilla warfare podcasting. I'm just giving it to you real. And I think that people want that in this in this time of everything just being so fucking fake and polished and, you know, everything like that. Maybe people just want somebody that's talking truth or talking their truth at least. And just being, you know, speaking their truth. Talking about shit that bothers them. I can't be the only one thinking like this. I hope I'm not anyways. But. That's basically you know. What what my thoughts were for today. And. uh, I do promise I will have a light. You know. I'm going to try to get to doing a couple light shows. Maybe bringing a friend to do an interview with. I'd like to do some more interviews. Definitely would like to do that. Uh. There's a couple people on YouTube that I definitely like their channels. And a couple people that definitely got me into uh, my music again. Because I did lose track with that for a long time. Wasn't uh, putting music in my life. And I, for many years, I just kind of forgot about it. I just never... And it was really weird because it was something that I was huge in when I was in my uh, teens and in my 20s huge music fan and then i just kind of for some reason i just let it go and you know after watching a couple of these cool uh youtube channels i follow who have a great love for music and that it just re-sparked my love for it 
and started listening to music when I got into tattooing again a couple years ago, you know, and now I'm balls deep in the fucking music. I went and bought a record player. I'm collecting vinyl again, uh, which is awesome. You know, I'm actually building my record collection up again, and I owe it to these couple uh, YouTube channels. And I think next, probably next uh, episode, I'll talk about those couple YouTube channels, give them a shout out and stuff, because they definitely uh, deserve it, in my eyes, because they got me back into music, which is a huge, cool thing. You know, I'm so grateful that they did, and uh, they deserve a shout out for that. Maybe someday I can actually get uh, one or two of them on the podcast here to do an interview and we can talk music and, you know, all that kind of shit. That would be amazing. I would love to do some interviews with people. If you want to do an interview with me, I've already told you my email and my Instagram page enough times that you know how to get a hold of me. If you have a show idea that you want to come on and talk about, hit me up, man. I'm game for it. I am totally game for that. I definitely want to make it more interactive, where I got more guests on and stuff like that, talk about different things. I'm open to talk about pretty much anything. I got this insatiable uh, need to learn shit, and I love learning about all kinds of things. You know, I love that kind of shit, and uh, I find it super interesting, and I find people's opinions on everything super interesting. So I definitely want to get to a point where I'm doing a lot more interviews and uh answering questions for you guys and last episode was great like i said i'm super excited because i actually did get a few people that left me email uh comments you know they emailed me with their comments on the show and what they thought of the subject and that and it was awesome you know you got to start somewhere and a couple comments here a couple comments there a couple guests here and there you know and shit takes off and i'll do it one one listener at a time because I appreciate every single one of you. And I want you to remember that. Every single one of you guys that sit here and listen. And take the time out of your day to listen to my thoughts. And what I'm thinking that day. You know I love you for it. And I super appreciate it. But I think I've chewed off your ear long enough for right now. <laughs> you know it was kind of a. I didn't want it to be this deep of an episode. And it just turned that way. I, I don't script anything. i just going off of what I'm thinking at the time. So, that's where it led us, but hey, it was a great little episode, I thought, great conversation, and I just want to give a little, let everyone know that uh, this episode was brought to you by none other than TheWrestlingShowNetwork.com. This WrestlingShowNetwork.com gives you a brand new podcast for free. That's right, motherfuckers, free every day of the week. From analysts to news, lists, and reviews, the Wrestling Show Network is starting a revolution of awesome audio about the sport of kings. Visit WrestlingShowNetwork.com where everything is wrestling and wrestling is everything. So don't forget, if you're into wrestling, I'm talking WWE, AEW, New Japan, you name it. They talk about it, get all the info. That's where you want to go, WrestlingShowNetwork.com. So that's the end of this show here. I just wanted to do that little quick shout out. 
And I just want to thank everybody for sitting through and listening to this episode. Thank you for making this show, uh, this podcast, more and more of a success every episode. And want to thank you all for being here. Going to be doing another episode tomorrow. But just remember, people, you know, be good to each other out there, man. Because the world is a fucking angry place right now. And uh, there's enough angry people going around and enough bad shit happening. So try to be nice to each other. Love each other a little more because, you know, the world needs it. And uh, have a great evening, and I'll talk to you all tomorrow. Take care, guys.